Hi, this is Helen, and you're listening to Off Track. This time, we have a guest host with us for the first time. We have David here to talk with me about Solaris, the 1972 science fiction film from Tarkovsky. David, what were we listening to just now? Thanks, Helen. That first track was "Water Memory One" by Emily A. Sprague.、Uh, Emily is a folk, indie pop, and ambient artist, and this is obviously a track off of one of her ambient works, an album called "Water Memory." The liner notes for "Water Memory" say that it began as an imagination of the feelings that are floating through the natural world around us, and that it morphed and cycled and gained memories of Emily's own, which are now contained like those in all bodies. This track seems like a good choice for a show about Solaris because that feeling of, you know, feelings floating through the natural world, really seems similar to the feeling that you get when you're watching a Tarkovsky film like Solaris. The next track that we're going to listen to is actually a track that was directly inspired by Solaris. It's Solari by Ruchi Sakamoto off of his album Async. The entire album Async is an imagined soundtrack for a Tarkovsky film that doesn't exist. And this track in particular, Solari, is inspired by the Bach theme from Solaris, which was arranged on synthesizers by Edward Artemyev, and appears throughout the film.
That last track that you were just listening to is called Clavier Work, and it's off of one of James Blake's early EPs, which is also called Clavier Work. This early James Blake music sounds quite different from the James Blake music that you might hear if you listen to one of his more recent albums. The early EPs are dance music that's moody, that's dark, very evocative. In fact, a Resident Advisor review of this particular album notes that Blake's ingenious move is to seemingly dance around the truth, leaving the listener to figure things out. When you think about that description, it really reminds you of how someone might describe a Tarkovsky film. Don't you agree, Helen? Yeah, I think Tarkovsky always said that he really hated ordinary film music. He didn't want anything with traditional lyrics or musical structure, because what he really wanted was to like show ambient sounds like they would be in the natural world that really brings you closer to what's happening in the film itself. So yeah, I think that's kind of a perfect description. The next track that we're going to hear is by a group called Inoyama Land, which consists of Makoto Inoue and Yasushi Yamashita. Inoyama Land is part of the Kankyo Ongaku movement, which is the Japanese equivalent of the ambient music movement that was happening in the UK and the US and other parts of the world. This particular track is called Hair Air and can be found on a compilation of Inoyama Land compositions that's called Commissions, 1977 to 2003. This particular track just really feels like you're floating. And given that so much of Solaris takes place in space where there is no gravity, it really does remind me of being up there in a spaceship where everyone is being haunted by memories of their past.
So that last track was number three from Apex Twin. David, I thought that was such an interesting track to pick because it sounds so haunting and so otherworldly, and it's not really what I traditionally think of when I think of Apex Twin. I feel like I'm usually expecting something a lot more like dancey. Yeah, he's he's a really interesting artist. There's a really wide range of, of types of sounds that he produces, and the Selected Ambient Works album that this track comes off of has a ton of music that has uh, this flavor, so I'd, I'd really recommend it if you're looking for more things that sound like this. The next track that we're going to listen to is The Second Wave, Sirens, by Suzanne Ciani. If you're unfamiliar with Suzanne's work, she's one of the pioneers of uh, synthesizer music. She has a couple of really fun nicknames, like the Diva of the Diode and America's First Female Synth Hero. Uh, one thing that's interesting about Suzanne is that she's known for working in quadraphonic sound. That is, sound that is programmed to come out of four different speakers instead of two. Uh, of course, the song that we're about to play you is going to be delivered to you in stereo sound, not quadraphonic. But Helen and I actually saw Suzanne perform recently in a church on the Upper East Side, and that performance was in quadraphonic sound, and it was just really fantastic. So if you do at some point have the chance to see Suzanne Chiani or really any other artist perform their music in sound that's not programmed in stereo, I'd really recommend it.
So that last track was Movement 6 uh, from Floating Points and Pharaoh Sanders. I love the way that that tension really started building towards the end of that last track. I think it really reminded me of how the protagonist, Chris Kelvin, went from feeling really happy and elated that, you know, spoilers, the ghost of his wife started visiting him. He could recreate all the moments he thought he missed to this like frustration and uncertainty of what he was supposed to do and how he was supposed to get out of the situation at all, knowing that it kept repeating. Yeah, uh, this is a really interesting track. It's off of this album, Promises, uh, that came out a couple of years ago, a collaboration between, as you said, Pharaoh Sanders and Floating Points. And this is just one out of nine movements. And all of the nine movements play with the same motifs and just sort of slowly evolve those motifs over the course of this entire album. I think that this particular movement, Movement 6, was interesting to choose because of that tension that you mentioned, Helen. Uh, the, you know, the motif sort of emerges at the beginning of this movement in a pretty understated way, and over the course of the few minutes, uh, you know, it really builds tension both in a dynamic sense, uh, also I would say in a harmonic sense, and in the way that the orchestration is done. There are these really high frequencies that I think sort of great on the listener's ear in a really interesting way, and then suddenly just dissipate towards the end of that track. Uh, it's a really beautiful piece. I would strongly recommend listening to the other eight movements to really see the way that Floating Points and Pharaoh Sanders play with these ideas over the course of an entire album. The last track that we have today is a track called Rejoinder, which is by Juliana Barwick and Ukwe Mori. This track is off of an album called Freakways Volume 6, and this Freakway series is a series of records that have been released by the Revenge record label, and it's a series in which the label brought together different pairs of artists to just make interesting sounds and perform them live. So this album consists entirely of compositions that were composed and performed as part of an installation at the White Columns Gallery in New York. And for this particular installation, a particle board cubicle was custom constructed and placed at the center of the performance space. And both of the performers were working in these seated workstations where webcams captured them working and playing with their tools. And these uh, recordings became interactive projections that were manipulated by a video artist. So there's tons of interesting stuff going on here beyond the really interesting sounds that you're going to hear in just a couple of seconds. I really love this track because it's a really interesting combination of the sort of electronic blips and bloops that Mori is producing with the really beautiful ethereal voice of Barwick, which is being looped and manipulated and overlaid. And it just is sort of a really interesting synthesis of something that sounds extremely natural and something else that sounds extremely unnatural. Thank you so much for curating this playlist this week. Solaris is a movie that I think we both really loved when we saw it together, but I don't know that I would have been capable of finding these sorts of ambient sounds that really evoke the kind of, like you said, natural and unnatural tension that Tarkovsky was so capable and so loved to produce. But yeah, hope you all enjoy the next song. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.
けど。